Greetings, traveler. Come warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, tales of Tamriel. I am your host, Jealous, and I am back after over a month. Yeah. 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 Uh, as you said in chat, the last episode is dated January 3rd. So a month and a half ish. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, been a while. It has been. How are you, Ark? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Awesome. Um, back in Elder Scrolls Online. Yes, I noticed you've been for streaming last, that. Like, yeah, for the last couple of weeks, maybe a bit more. I don't know. But yeah, enjoying it again. Nice. Back in it. Nice. I mean, I know we'll go into some tales. Uh, I don't have much. Um, due to the fact that, as I said before, many people in our DCN community know, but if you were not part of our Discord and did not know, uh, my PC decided to give up the ghost, and it completely died. So, I was without a PC for a little over a month or so, and uh, I had to completely rebuild. And uh, it was rough, and... Thankfully, there's some amazing community members, which I'm going to shout out here in a little bit, who actually donated to help me rebuild and offset some of the cost of it. Because, um, yeah, it was it was not a good... January was not a good month for me. Um, because, of course, it was right after Christmas. So, you know, all, all those Christmas bills. And then my washer and dryer died. My car died. My well pump died. And then my PC died. I'm just like, are you serious? Are you serious right now? But uh, yeah, um, let's go ahead and jump before we do news. I got let's do our patron, then I'll do my other shout. So I wanted to thank uh, we have a couple new patrons this month as well over at Patreon.com/slash Dungeon Crawler Network. I got to give a shout out to da 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 da. Um, since it's probably been a while, I might as well go back a little bit. Uh, shout out to uh, Mr. Robert Wallace for his uh, his. Support over at patreon.com slash Dungeon Network. Uh, Surgard for upping his pledge last month because it has been over a month. So I'm making sure we're going back. So Surgard upped his pledge as well. And uh, new pledge from Vincent um, Payne. Shout out to Payne as well. He upped his pledge last month. And um, yeah, I think that that's all I have right there. And Frasley, of course, my favorite gnome. Regardless of the fact there's no gnomes in ESO, uh, his PayPal donation that he does as well. I really appreciate that. Um, so thank you so much to our patrons to help keep the network going and all that fun stuff. You are amazing. We really appreciate that. Now, I have to talk a little bit about some of the amazing people in our community as well as some other guilds and stuff that... When my PC died, I said I'm gonna try to get it together, but it's gonna take me a while. You know, it. I I, I went and pulled up my old build. This was this was the fun part. I pulled pulled up an old build that I had built like on PC Part Picker or whatever from years before, and like and this was like my quote unquote dream build, and I knew I didn't need all of it because I I salvaged most of my parts, uh, and the cost of it was like twelve hundred dollars, right? That exact same build. With all the crypto mine mining was over twenty five hundred dollars now. Ooh, Every that difference. It's huh? huge. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely do have to give a shout out to some awesome people. Uh first up from our DCN community, 
they stepped up. Uh, that would have been Scooter, Trial Zone, Happy Hansel, and Aloha Wendy all hopped up and uh, said, hey, we're going to donate to help you get back on your feet, which is really amazing. And, of course, that was from DCN. Um, if you don't follow our other show, From the Ashes, which are our Ashes of Creation show, um, I really have to give it to some of them in their community because some people not necessarily affiliated with DCN, you know, DCN is an amazing community. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very biased and, and I was, I wasn't surprised when people wanted to help me, help me rebuild when my PC died. Like I was not surprised at all because we have an amazing people. What kind of did surprise me is people who weren't necessarily in our community but part of uh, the Ashes of Creation guild scene stepped up as mm -hmm. guilds and donated as well. Um, I have to pull this up. We have uh, from, and this may not mean a whole lot to our ESO guildies, but the, um, <laughs> from the Sons of the Seven guild that represent Ashes of Creation, uh, Telkar, their guild leader, uh, Makinoji, uh, Vox of V, and... Um, Ella Fernstorm and a Frederick Kingsbury all donated from Sons of the Seven. Um, their guild over there for Ashes of Creation all got together, big, mm -hmm. did a big pool and donated. As well as another Ashes of Creation guild called Mythic. Uh, Zeke the Phoenix, Pim Short Tankard. Pim, and Pim Short Tankard and a second Pim as well from Mythic donated to help me rebuild as well. Which is amazing that others outside of our community you know stepped up say hey we yeah. like your show we like what you're doing for the early ashes of creation community we need our shows here you go <laughs> so that that really helped See, oh and i forgot that, one that, oh go ahead yeah right, no i ahead. forgot one more person our very own storms lord donated pc parts <laughs> like oh yeah that he had um uh, a GTX 970, so I didn't have to buy a video card, which was a huge oh, savings. Nice. So, yeah, especially with the like crypto mining, probably hit the GPUs the most. Oh yeah, most likely. Yeah, because so. I was looking at some GPU, uh, like a, a 1080, a GTX 1080, before the crypto mining ran about five hundred dollars. You can't get it for less than twelve hundred anymore. It's like three times the cost. It's like insanity. Yeah. So. Um, definitely I had to give a shout out to all those guys and of course Stormlord for donating, um, PC parts. So I didn't have to buy those as well. So mm. yeah, no, it, that's amazing. Anyway, continue what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say like, we know Elder Scrolls Online, like not just our DCN community, but Elder Scrolls Online community in general are filled with nice people that, it, yeah. which is one of the reasons that it, I am still around and probably you are still around. Um, but the fact that Ashes of Creation also has similar people mm -hmm. um, gives me more hope for the game. Right. Even though like I'm not as interested as you are in the game, um, if the community is going to be like this, like uh, nice and good, um, even if I don't like the game, I, I might actually give it a shot. You know. Nice. There. Well, I will say for Ashes, because of the type of game it is, there are some D holes in the community and some <laughs> guilds that I, I just don't even deal with because of them. But yes, there are amazing community members mm -hmm. that, you know, also, I mean, it's, it's an MMORPG. There yeah. will be those people. You're right. Like, yeah. If you are on the internet, if you are doing anything online, there will be those. people. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
No, you are right. The important part is there are others that we can hang out with. Like this is the true. Good ones that we can this hang out with. This is true. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, I was going to say, no, it's, with the type of <laughs> g- game it is, with the type, you know, like I said, with uh, active combat and um, of, mm-hmm. of PvP guilds for control of specific areas in that game, there are people... <laughs> People wear their their how they react on their sleeves, so it's very easy to find. Not saying ESO doesn't have those types of people, but they're harder to find. You have to like be in their guild to find them. You know, these guys project it outwards, so <laughs> there that is the difference. But yeah, no, they are there are some amazing people. So man, all right, and. uh yeah, and I, I guess I, I well, I, I I will say January's turning out a lot better for me, and I'll I'll wait till it's official before I actually say it outside. But yeah, they're Jan or February's being a lot better than January mm-hmm. was. So, but yeah, we are back, and we're here to talk about some Elder Scrolls, aren't we? Yeah, you know, you know who you didn't give a shout out to. Look, you are getting clumsy on, on podcasting. The chat forgot the chat. You are right because in the past <laughs> month and a half, the only shows that I did do. When I finally got was, was pre-recorded, there was no chat. <laughs> Hello, chat room. Hello. Oh, I am rusty. Dear heaven above. You are. You are. Sorry, chat room. <laughs> I feel bad. All right. Well, let's go ahead and we're going to roll right on into the tales that we get to talk about, where we get to say what our adventures were in Tamriel. Um, I'm going to go first because I don't True. have a yeah. lot. And it was from before my PC died. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's there's very, very little. And I'm going to try my best to remember this. Um, I completed a, I guess it was a public dungeon in Morrowind called the Forgotten Waste. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's what... I, I don't think I've done that. Okay. Um, there is a collectible within there. Uh, you get these sixth house tokens or whatever it is. And it's some sort of costume that you can get for completing it all. Um, oh. Yeah, I think there are a lot of those in Varden. There's the, the two. There's the... There, there, I think there are pets as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Not just there, yeah. There's the two public dungeons. Uh, mm-hmm. The Forgotten Waste gives you a costume of, like, the Sixth House. And the other one, the, the Dwemer Ruin, that gives you the pet if you collect all the parts. Right, yeah. And I did that the previous episode where I mentioned I got that and I got one of each shard, but you need like eight or nine of them. It's a lot to be frank. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they don't drop all that much. I could buy them. They're not that expensive anymore. They're a couple thousand yeah. back in the day. They were more expensive, but now it's like everyone's already moved off yeah. from Morrowind. <laughs> so I wish I should, I, I farmed them when they were expensive. Oh, did, so I could have sold. Oh, them. you could have. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is robot dancer was going to be on the show, but she decided to do a dungeon instead. Mm. And I was kind of hoping cares about the dungeons. Cares about dungeons. Yeah. yeah. Here. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we started the librarian quest line. And if I remember correctly, this is where you had to go get all the etchings from all the different ancestral tombs. And there's like a ton of them. And that's why I kind of wish yeah. she was here because yeah. she was telling me about this. And uh, <laughs> I see, well, both Scooter, uh, Galister, Toy Box, Nerdman, and Neroth. Hello, guys. Welcome to 
the show since I didn't say hello in chat. So there we go. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't, I started that quest line and I feel so bad that I don't quite remember where I left off because it's been so freaking long. Um, Who's this other guy? Oh, okay. So I found Lady Laurent again and Stibbins. Because, of course, oh, poor Stibbins. Poor Stibbins. <laughs> and the only thing that I have marked down is that there is a guy called Meg Medbed, Medbed or whatever. He's essentially a male red guard Thais who hates spiders. What? Oh. The way he, because <laughs> if I remember, you have to go into the spider and he's just terrified, like crying in the yeah. corner. And it's Thais if she was a male red guard. <laughs> That's what I have marked down here. I mean, notes. she did invent blind healing. She also so invented running out of the room screaming, and then I'm having <laughs> to reach over to her computer and trying to hit heal skills while doing a dungeon. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. Um, hello, kitty. This is my Khajiit. She hasn't been on a show in a while either, so of course she has to be here. Ain't that right? Yep. Ain't that right? Yeah, say hello. Start off the show. We are just filler for the cat. And she's like, ah! Um, I feel like there's something else I wanted to say. Um, well, I'm going to go into a little bit of rant here in a second. But uh, I went into yeah. the... Um, the new. I tried out the new costume system, which is pretty freaking awesome, actually. I yep. really enjoy it that. It is. Um, I was a little worried about the... The weapon dying, going, oh, great, now we're going to see all these pink weapons and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> oh, great. But actually, I did the pinkest die I could on my weapon, and it actually didn't look that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I mean, ESO, ESO, I mean, ZeniMax is doing a very good job at keeping things immersive with the, like, die system yeah. and outfit system and things like that. Yeah, I was really worried I was just going to see bright pink swords or whatever, but it was actually mm-hmm. kind of dull and muted, like, if you put it in it kind of looked more like rose gold than than actual like hot pink and i was like oh okay i hear my my little nord he's not very (laughs) happy he's not happy about the pink swords either but um (laughs) i i i did my outfit it's all skin changer with the exception of, of shoulders shoulders was something that i fought over for a while because there's very few that kind of match and i wish there was a hide shoulder option because, hmm. <laughs> all right, Skin Changer. You've seen Skin Changer. I wear it a lot. And I think we even have a screenshot. Yeah. It's that scale male looking armor, right? That's this big coat. Yep. It's, I feel like it's good enough by itself, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I hear my kid up there and he's just going nuts. I'm not sure what's wrong with him at the moment. <laughs> Poor thing. I, he's not very happy. That's all I know. Um, but I don't feel like you need shoulders. So when I put the the skin changer shoulders on, I just, I hate them. They're so ugly. I actually never looked at skin changer shoulders because I always had uh, the monster shoulder before outfit system. And I actually haven't, let me, hold on, let me port to someplace and actually take a look. Yeah, while you're doing that, I'll, I'll kind of describe them. The big issue yeah. I have, there's twofold factor. The actual shoulder itself the shape is not bad. The problem is it kind of sits directly on your shoulder and sticks out way too far. So it has this weird little floating. If it were just shifted an angle 
so that that sticking out part would kind of hug your arm. It would probably look a lot better. Um, the other thing I'm not real fond of is it has like a fur trim across where the neck would go. You can't dye that. <laughs> like I'm sitting there going, okay, like I kind of like muted earth tones. I can the two dyes I use the most are uh, Cyrodelic Steel, which is kind of like a blue-gray. It, it's, it looks really nice on metal, right? So Cyrodelic Steel and Wolf Fur Brown. Those are the two that I use the most, okay? And if I have to throw a dash of white in there to kind of give me that little more of a Holy Warrior type aspect because I like the white, I generally use uh, White Gold Tower White. Um, so, but... I was thinking, okay, great. This probably maybe wouldn't look terrible if I could dye this somewhat greenish-looking fur brown, right? Because it matched the rest of everything else that was brown. You can't even dye that. None of the dye channels affect that piece of armor. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at them now. Actually, they're they are not as bad as I imagined. They're not terrible. Uh, they just yeah. The armor looks better without them. Like. But yeah, that that ant part, if it actually went down yeah. like the imperial shoulders, like that last bit. Yeah, if it hugged it your arm. Been, yeah. yeah, it would look yeah, good. That would have been now it just kind of sticks out a little bit and kind of reminds me of some of the Dunmer armor, and I'm just, I'm just not real fond of that. So, uh, And it doesn't go well with the skin changer like Curious either. No, no. Just, yes. just for giggles, take your shoulder off, <laughs> go in and just look at the full skin changer outfit with no shoulder, because you can't hide the shoulders. So just take them off, go back in and just look at the set without shoulders. Meanwhile, while you're doing that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into a little rant. And this actually has to do yeah. with more hardware related. So... You know, I've obviously rebuilt the PC, and uh, I'm I'm now doing a big step up from where I was. I was rocking an i5 2500 CPU, if that gives you any idea of where I was. Um, and, and it served me very well. Did five years worth of podcasting with that poor thing, and really no. put it put it through <laughs> the ringer. I'm now rocking an i7 8700. Um, so that six core i7 is is really cool. Nerdman, the Elder Fashions podcast. Yeah, we're changing our name. <laughs> um, but my rant actually has to do with the fact that, okay, I've now upgraded my hard drive is on a solid state drive. An M2, one of the e or Samsung EVO 960s, right? The the ones that use the uh, PCI Express slot. You know what I'm, I'm referring to? Mm, not really. All right. Well, I'm actually going to pull it up here. Um, so, and I have to take a look. Um, okay, re 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 say that again. Repeat that again. What did you just say? Samsung 960 Evo. Yep. Okay. okay. Actually, was the first thing that came yep. up. Yep. I have the 500 gig internal SSD, the M.2. So it you it it's it doesn't use SATA anymore. It uses PCI Express. So it's wicked fast, oh. like insanely wicked fast. Um, I forget what they actually said. The the rating even between normal SSDs. Um, I don't hold this as as a gospel or anything because I don't remember the number. But I think that the difference is like 
a normal solid state drive transmits as an IO of like six gigs a second of transfer speed. And this thing's like 32. So it's massive. Okay. Yeah. I have my OS on this and select games, games that I'm playing on this drive. Mm -hmm. That includes ESL. Okay. Um, Load screens still take for freaking ever. <laughs> they do. I also don't think load screens have anything to do with how fast everything is loaded, um, like relative to your hard drive. Yeah, I think it's a server issue. So I I, I don't I know agree. What, how that, that makes like, how is that possible? What causes it? But it appears to be the case. Yeah. I'm just like. Dude, this is one of the fastest hard drives on the market. Like, <laughs> and I was and and I was curious whether or not it was server side or our client side that it was handled. I would have thought it was client side because it would have to render those those um everything in right. But apparently, yeah. it, it that has no bearing whatsoever. I've not seen any speed increase going from a standard seventy two hundred RPM drive to the M two. Like, there's no difference. In fact, after the latest DLC, it's probably a little longer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, before the DLC, I was able to, like, port in and out of Wardenfell all the time. Um, now, not not so fast. Yeah. It, and this has been a curse of ESO for a very, very long mm -hmm. time. Load screens have been the bane of their existence. So I, I'm just kind of going into a little rant. Because it's kind of like I got, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, oh, this new PC's all built and is leaps and bounds better than what my old one was i mean it's it's not top of the line or anything but it's it's definitely tons tons better than my old build and i've seen zero improvement on esl and it's not because of any hardware confliction because other games it's insane like i was playing bdo last yeah. night and Oh my goodness, does that load fat? You know, like I had no issues. I booted up a, a, a single player game. What was I playing? Uh, Final Fantasy uh, 12. And that's flawless. You know, like it's, it's not anything with any kind of weird hardware mm. confliction. It's just ESO itself just handles very badly with load screens. So. That's kind of my I rant. One, one day, yeah, one day they'll be Yeah, fixed. I know. I mean, they do, good, but you know, it's just it was a disappointment. I was all really excited. I like I installed it on the. Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm putting this on this drive. I'm really excited. This is going to be. I'm hoping this really kind of helps. And frankly, it yeah. doesn't. The only thing it actually helps on is some of my add-ons loading a little better. Like when hmm. Master Merchant runs and does all of its calculations, because all that's being done on that drive. So that. That seems to be okay. Yeah. Um, that helped a little bit, but everything else, it, I have not seen an improvement. I mean, the graphics card, obviously, yeah. there's a little bit of an improvement there because it's considerably better. It's like twice as good as my <laughs> old one because I was the 970 is like a four gig, and my old card was an ATI rate on 6950, which was like two, I think it is. Possible. I, I don't know ATI. Yeah, I, that, if I remember correctly, but. Um, it, it sleeps and bounds better there, but mm -hmm. th that's just kind of my rant. And I noticed that it, it has been worse since the DLC drop, but I've only been in the game like twice and each. Yeah. I can easily say Vardenfell at least 
has been like I can't port into Wardenfell. It takes at least a few minutes now. All right. Uh, and that's after the DLC. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think that's the end of my tales arc. I think it's all you. All right. So, um, I have a bunch of stuff here because as I said, like if you have been following the show for, uh, earlier before we ended up in a hiatus, um, I was kind of away from Elder Scrolls online a bit. I wasn't playing much. Um, but I've I've been for the past couple or maybe like three four weeks I've been I've been actually actively playing the game and I have a bunch of like bullet points here that I'm going to go through. First up, the marker Bayer Dog is back in the Crown Store finally. So I I was actually able to get it on Europa as well. Look at this. Ah, oh, well you can't see my screen. But, <laughs> I uh, I have <laughs> him as well. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. He's absolutely yeah, one of my favorites. I, he's my favorite pet. Pet. And I, I wasn't able to get it on Europe because they removed it from the crown store, but he's back. I was able to get it again, so that's one thing. They still don't have the Yokudan charger. The grey Yokudan charger. Just one mount that I've been waiting for to get on Europe, and it's not here. Hopefully, maybe next time, like next month's crown store, maybe we'll get it. Since apparently the old items finally got their turn. Like we we got the Senchi Tiger as well, uh, the pet Senchi Panther, not the Tiger, but so basically the old items are being repurposed into the Crown Store. So I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm gonna get the um, Yokudan Charger as well. So um, since last episode, you know, you were talking about Dark Brotherhood, and I decided to do it as well. So I actually started the Dark Brotherhood quest line, and did you do the Litany of Blood? No, no. I think I still right, think so, I still have that. Um, but before you, before you do that, what do you think of Mirabelle? Yeah. Uh actually, this might be a spoiler. But so anyone who wants to do Dark Brother questline, this will be like one sentence spoiler. Um, so if you want to mute now, mute and just maybe wait five seconds. You can't save Mirabelle, as we discussed. You can. She dies. Yeah, no, oh, no, you oh, can't. Oh, we can't. No, she just, yeah, it doesn't work. Wow. I tried the other option, and it just doesn't work. It, it it ends up in the same way. I mean... So I don't know why there is that option. I'm uh, sure there's... It doesn't affect it, basically. Just immersive reasons, I suppose. Yeah, I, I'm curious whether or not how she react. How did she react when you turned her in? Did... Uh, she she just said okay. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Oh, that was okay, it. okay. So Mir yeah. Mirabel didn't say anything. Okay. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah. Did, well, I didn't get a chance to. Well, yeah. She, based on the yeah. story of what happens, she disappears from the mm -hmm. thing before. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I would have uh, been hurt if yeah. you could have because I loved Mirabel, but it really <laughs> probably would have put a big impact on the story. Of where mm -hmm. it goes. Yeah. Right. yeah. So Litany of Blood is basically a book of targets, of riddles and targets in, um, in the Dark Brotherhood Sanctuary. And you have, it's, it describes a person. Hold on, let me see if I have the book on this character so I can actually read out maybe one of them. Well, I don't. Um, so basically it's like it gives you, it gives you a description in a riddle-like manner. And you have to find that person. Or you can cheese it and just look at the NPC's eyes directly in first person. And the ones that don't have one eye, yeah, 
they, they are the target. But I, I didn't want to cheese it, and I just wanted to try and find them. So one of my targets was an Altmer in um, Skywatch, actually. Uh, so I'm running around trying to find this Altmer. Uh, it, like, it, the description was something like her dress was of sky, her eye was of sky. So basically I was looking for someone with a blue dress and blue eyes or something like that. And I ended up in a party on, uh, in the palace of Queen Iran. So I, I look around and I see a dancing elf that, that is high elf that is wearing blue. Uh, so I think, okay, that, that's gotta be my target, right? Uh, but there is no way to sneak. Like, because it's a party, everyone is dancing, there's music playing. There's no way to sneak. Like, I, I just couldn't do it. So I did what every sane Nord would do. I just killed everyone in the party. Yeah, seems right. Um, yeah, I mean, w- why not? And obviously the guard, like, they, the, the NPCs, they were attacking me and whatnot. So I had to jump off the balcony uh, to escape from the Ultimers and the rest of the palace guard and whatnot. And I dropped right in front of my target <laughs> from the balcony. Like, I jumped off uh, in a movie-like manner, and I dropped right in, tr- in front of an Altmer that was veering blue, had blue eye, and was missing her other eye. So that was my target. Obviously, I killed her on the spot as well. You, uh, you probably would have done that this, even if she wasn't your target because she's an Altmer. But... Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this is, like, this is how you know Sitis. Like it's it is guided me <laughs> into my target, guided me towards my target, and he uh, he wanted the soul and he got the soul. So hail Sithis, hail Sithis. yeah, that's fun. Um, so that 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 was one of my favorite moments because it was it was it was so immersive. I was like, well, maybe killing an entire Altmer party at the palace of Queen herself wasn't much immersive, but the way I ended up right in front of my target, that was great. So the rest of my uh, tales actually don't contain um, story, but we've been doing. So I'm part. I mentioned this before. I'm part of a guild called the Drunkenborns on European side, and they are they. It is the like community guild of uh, of a streamer of Noir, just like Wings of Fate. We are. Uh, it's called Drunkenborns, and we've been doing a lot of dungeons, um, the hard ones specifically because. Like the group, we we have a DPS called Geo. He might be in chat. I don't know. Um, he is a min maxer, and he basically forces everyone to min max as well. Like he he'll bug you, he'll torture you, he'll do everything in his power. And we all ended up min maxing, and now we all have optimal builds. Okay, we we all do. So the DPS is just off the charts. The heals are off the charts. Obviously, I was always I uh, know like the best tank. Um... There's, there's no... There, there's no problem there. I was already min-max. Uh, all of us know that. Well, you weren't a sex bar with a two-hander, so I don't think min-max counts. <laughs> um, so we, we are doing like hard mode dungeons. Actually, let me think about how, in what order to do it. All right, I'm going to talk about the DPS word. Geo pulls out around, he always pulls out plus 40k DPS. That's his default. Like, even in a very dynamic fight, he pu- he pulls 40k DPS. And our other two DPS, Ophelia herself and Ugo, uh, they both do, like, 30 to 40k DPS as well. So, it's, like, overall 80k DPS uh, combined. And then I made a new build to buff this up. Okay. 
I'm yeah, I'm using Ebon set as usual, just for edit um, bonuses. And then I added Powerful Assault. Now, Powerful Assault fifth bonus gives um, 157 on purple uh, to your allies' weapon and spell damage uh, to your allies when you use an Assault ability, which I use Vigor all the time anyway. So this buff is always up. And then I obviously slot um, Ingenious Weapons. And then I add Stalwar Stalwart Guard to this, which is an alliance support skill. What it does is, you link with someone in your party, you take 30% of all damage they do, and you give them minor force, giving them 10% extra critical chance. Hmm. And then I also slotted Engulfing Flames, which increases the, obvious, uh, the fire damage the affected monster gets. So, combined with all this that I'm doing, obviously our healer is very good too, he is a veteran trial healer. Uh, so he does all the buffs as well. So I think we are, like, at the end of the day with all the debuffs and everything, um, we are pulling up to, I don't know, 100k DPS or something. So we are shredding everything. Yeah. Wait, I'm hearing... Oh, it's the arena. I heard, like, clapping. As soon as I said, <laughs> we are pulling 100k DPS, I heard, like, clappings and cheering, and I was so confused. I thought it was, like, stream alert or something someone followed or something no. uh, but the timing was so perfect <laughs> <laughs> oh man it was the arena from quatch oh well there you go that's that's actually really funny that you said that yeah um so basically we are shredding every dungeon we enter okay now the problem is this is normally a good thing right you would think this is a good thing right yeah well no okay when we were doing veteran runes of mazatun in hard mode we kept dying. Like, we are doing insane DPS. We are healing up perfectly. I'm, we, are, we keep dying. Then one of the attempts, our, one of our DPS disconnected. And he was gone for like 5 to 10 minutes. So we were chilling out, you know, trying not to damage the boss. And that is the run that we actually were able to complete uh, hard mode. Really? Then we realized we were doing so much DPS that we were activating all of the boss mechanics at the same time. Like, it was like, in 10 seconds, all of the boss mechanics are activated, and we died. So apparently, uh, we were doing so much DPS that we actually ended up dead in some of the fights. Well, that's a problem right there. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, it is. I actually remember we, we ran into that problem with you as well. Yeah. It's actually in one of my videos. It was, I don't know where, was it the Dragon Star Arena with the dwarven I, colossus i these. think so because yeah we were damaging them all down to the point where they were doing their their attacks all at once the spin moves or whatever and we just couldn't get yeah through. and they were like 10 of them and so we were the, the entire arena was filled with them and we were just keep getting killed. that's because as his health was going yeah. down he kept summoning yeah. and we were supposed to get him yeah. down <laughs> low enough kill the thing but instead we're saying oh, we'll just focus on him and he's like okay yeah. summon 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 <laughs> By the end, we're like, oh, no. Yeah, I remember that. Um, a, 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 okay, that, I can't pronounce that, sorry. Ahan, yeah. I'm just going to say. That story kind of makes me think of a quest you get from the Dark Brotherhood Elder Scrolls Oblivion, where you have to go to the party and kill everyone and are locked onto... Oh, I remember that quest. Uh, did, did you play Oblivion's Dark Brotherhood quest line? No. 
Oh, it it had the best quest nope. ever. Oblivion um, sucks. This... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, I I could barely there's... make it through the main. I did the main storyline one time, and it was a struggle to do that. Uh, how? It, how? It's like... so bad. Oh, the only good part is what Sean is so Bean, and he dies. <laughs> Come on, Aggie. Come on. I I stand by my statement. You are just you are just unappreciative. Yeah. <laughs> no, nope, I stand by my statement. Oblivion is uh, the worst and I would rather play Arena than a play Oblivion again. Come on. No. I mean it's that's just wrong. It is. I would rather play Arena. Oh, no, better yet. I would rather play The Elder Scrolls Adventures Red Guard. Then play. What the hell is that? <laughs> you, I don't even know what that is. It was is. one of the spinoffs off the main series. There was like two of them. There was oh. Shadow something, Sh- Shadow Key, and Red Guard. And uh, yeah, they were kind of spinoff sections. But yeah, no, I see. He knows. He he says it's because you played it wrong, and he's wrong. He's right. Like you probably did play it wrong. Hmm. I mean, you even play Elder Scrolls Online wrong. You are trying to tank with a two-hander. Oh, and it's amazing. Or whatever. Yeah, don't. It doesn't work. It does, and it is glorious. Nah, nah. And the blood, the blood from the slain enemy sprinkles my magnificent beard, and with meat in my hand, because you know I I can do that because I'm not holding the shield, right? Um, I slay all the enemies. Yeah, but you're. You are not supposed to slay your enemies. You're a tank. Tank's duty is to keep her, his DPSs alive. And they apply can do that better and apply the by having no enemies for them to fight, because I kill them. Yeah, well, how much DPS you are pulling with that tank, anyway? Is that even, like, noticeable? Uh, last time I did it, this was probably, was like 12k or something like that on the tank. 12k. Yeah. For 12k, you are making both yourself and your allies squishy. That's not worth it. I'm talking about 100k DPS here combined. 12k in that is just ignorable. No, it's amazing. And this was pr- mm. a few patches ago, but it's okay. <laughs> that's fine. No, no, no. That's, that's cool. See, see, the chat knows. Obl- see, Scott, Scott knows. Oblivion, the best Elder Scrolls. He is correct. He's correct. <laughs> I just started Oblivion. It's not bad so far. Was just about to sub. Now, meh. Like ouch, <laughs> ouch, Marion, ouch. Um, Oblivion, the best Elder Scrolls scooter. Come on, man. See, people, people know. People can be wrong. Community knows. No, Pe- people no. elected. <laughs> you can be wrong as well. You're you're a human. You're people as well. No, 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 no. You guys are all wrong, and the sexplar is amazing. <laughs> Feel free to live in your ignorance. I understand. It's okay. Anyway, the quest is uh, they lock you up in a house. This is actually, I think, from a very famous uh, writer. I forgot the name. Uh, she writes, if I'm not mistaken, like... Um, oh, I don't know what it's called in in English. Like, detective stories and mysteries, that kind of stuff. Um, she's very famous. Uh, you are locked up in a house, and there is a killer, and no one knows who the killer is. Um, 
someone might know this in chat. If you do, just remind me. There was a TV series for it as well, just last year or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you are basically locked up in a house, and you have to kill everyone in the house, but you have to do it without anyone knowing that you are the murderer. So it's like a murder house thing, and it is actually one of the most enjoyable quests I had in, in Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Because there is both the challenge and comic relief, so it was very nice. Hmm. And um, you probably needed that to get through that horrible game. <laughs> I mean, had this not been a family-friendly <laughs> show, uh, I know. I like the entire Elder Scrolls community <laughs> has denounced me from this already, and I've I've said it multiple times. But. Yeah, actually, not really. I mean, the, the streamer I mentioned, Ophelia, our guild leader, she's she is also the same. She hates Oblivion. I, I don't know why. I also I... take the same. I also get the same treatment there as well. So I guess this is my destiny. Yeah, right? it fits. All of my guild leaders everywhere just hate Oblivion, and they they tease me. With yeah, it. yeah. Ah. just saying. <laughs> if you picked good games, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> I don't even. Uh... <laughs> I mean, you didn't throw me off. At the start, this time. Now I'm just doing it now. Oh, yeah, are, yeah, you are doing it now. Just <laughs> cornering me. It's been like a month and a down. half, dude. Yeah, yeah. Getting... yeah. You are going heavy as well. Well, it's it's <laughs> been a month and a half. You know, it's been a while. I have to get it all in. So yeah, makes sense. All right, continue. I will. I will not right, oblivion yes. um... anymore. Maybe. <laughs> so I'm gonna move on to Dragon Bones DLC. Okay. So as you all know. The new DLC is called Dragon Bones, and you actually fight a dragon now. No. Which, according to Agelos, should not have existed in Second Fake Era, news. but here we are fighting one, getting killed by one, um, even though it's a skeleton, but mm. we never said... I mean, it's, it's it like breathes on you, it claws you, it slams you to the ground, so I, I feel like it's pretty much alive. No. Uh, no. Honestly, though, it's it does say like it doesn't have a dragon soul. Instead, it has some random whatever soul. Um, so it's just using the dragon skeletons. As but, I said um, in Discord, yeah, if you yeah. fought I know, I... a T Rex skeleton, it does not mean you killed a T Rex. <laughs> you killed a pile yeah. of bones. <laughs> um, so there are there are things that I want to mention. I will leave the lore part. To the last, but the new dungeons, dude, they are dynamic as hell. They are, they are. There is so many things going all at the same time. It's like they they gotta be the most dynamic dungeons and b boss fight mechanics in the game yet. They're like, especially the scale caller fight in hard mode. So there are different mechanics. Like there is there is a laser mechanic that petrifies you that you have to free your ally from it. This is before the final boss fight. Um and then there is like a mechanic where you have to jump into another AoE to survive another AoE. And then there's a poison version, and then there is like narrates that summon gazers that throw you in the air so you avoid something. Huh. These are all different fight mechanics from different bosses throughout the scale color dungeon. But in the boss fight, if you want to do the hard mode, it adds all of these. 
So when you are trying to do the boss fight, and there is like the boss does AoE, the Atronach does AoE, the Narrate does AoE, there, is, there are lasers that does AoE, uh, there are the poisons from the stat, there, everything is happening at the same time. And it's you can't stand still, you have to run around, you have to look everywhere because like you are trying to avoid one AoE and while you are trying to dodge rolling from that AoE, the boss grabs your uh, like squishy and is killing it. So you have to charge there, get blocked at, and then move away from her. It's, it's like everything's happening at the same time. It's, it's utter chaos. And I love it. It's my favorite. It's it's becoming my favorite boss fight. <laughs> but <laughs> but both of these new dungeons are very dynamic and I'm loving it. And we only got like boss to 75% on hard mode. Um I don't I don't even know how to do achievements like um for example, let me just keep rolling for a second, Art. You have to step away for a second. All right. Okay, so let me just tell you a couple um, achievements from that fight. Like, we spent a few hours, and we only got 75%. And then there is, uh, for example, default, defeat all encounters in addition to the boss name, the boss name, the boss name. In under 30 minutes, without dying, in hard mode. In hard mode, without dying, under 30 minutes. How is this even possible? Or talk about how awesome Oblivion is now that he is away. That is actually a good idea. Oh, no, too late. uh, Oh, he's here. (laughs) Nice try. Oh, we are too late. It it was a value. Besides, it's more fun to talk about how awesome Oblivion is when he's here. Do you just enjoy lying to people? Like... No, no, I just love spreading the facts, unlike you, who tries to spread lies. You are like the Daedric Prince of Lies, while I am, like, a one of the Aedra of, I don't know, Justice and whatever. <laughs> truth, is there, is there an even Aedra that is, like, hey, we are going to say truth, truth, truths. We are going to speak on the truths. Um... I would imagine either Julianos or, um, yeah. Stendar. Yeah, th- those came to my mind, but both of them are not really. I mean, Stendhal is like, hey, we are going to be vigilant, but it doesn't say mm-hmm. we are not going to lie, I suppose. And, and here's the thing. There's no... <laughs> none of the, the deities in anything are perfectly good or bad. Like, that's the thing with Elder Scrolls. Nah, there's, there's very few who are absolute in anything there's always a little bit of a gray area with almost everybody Mm -hmm. with the exception of like mara who yeah but yeah basically the the achievements are i mean they are they are almost impossible for unless you are someone like alcast which i believe he yesterday was able to do all achievements in um scale color that's like but he's all cast, yeah, so it makes sense. A little different. <laughs> I mean, they're playing on a different level than, than us. <laughs> uh, then the plebs. So, yeah, yeah we, are, we are the plebs. Min-maxer, I mean, we, we try to do optimal stuff, but we are still plebs compared to them. So my final point. In Fanglayer, it's a, the Fanglayer is a necromancer-focused dungeon. And every now and then, the NPCs are, the mobs are, the trash pulls are, having a dialogue between them. And it takes place in a Dwemer ruin. At one point, uh, there are some necromancers 
gathered around a group of skeletons that are like hanging from some structure. And one of the necromancers says, why I can't summon them? Why do they not answer? Uh, why? She specifically says, why I can't summon the Dwemer? Why do they, not, do they not answer? So she's trying to summon the Dwemer soul, souls, and she's apparently trying to ask them questions, but she, she cannot do it. The other one says, divine retribution. They are not meant to come back. And then she also adds... Now, at this point, the fight starts because there is a, like, skeleton bone colossus coming towards your way. Mm -hmm. So the fight starts. Um, but she says something along the lines that they are in the void. And they are not meant to come back. And you can't summon something from void. Um, so obviously, this is just, a, uh, like, any, another terror since it's Elder Scrolls. Like, this is from one NPC, one random necromancer to another. It doesn't say that it's true or whatever, but right. I find it in, I find it in interesting um, you... because uh, I, I'm going to add one yeah. thing and then I'm going to let you go on low. All right. It's specifically why I put this in here. Uh, remember in one of the sermons, uh, Vivek says, like Vivek mentions eight names that are the doom of the Devemer. And I mentioned that those eight names sounded like divines, like like mm -hmm. I don't remember it exactly, but like Akka and then all the other eight, um, they were like the shortened versions of the divines' names. Yeah. So my theory was that whatever Dwemer was doing with the Heart of Lorcan or whatever was going to destroy Nern, because if you remember also Heart of Lorcan, uh, Lorcan said something along the lines of um, if I die or if I get destroyed or whatever, Nern goes with me. Uh, I don't remember yeah. the exact thing. Um, so my theory was that the Dwemer was doing something with the Heart of Lorcan, trying to, I don't know, channel its power or whatever, and it was going to result in the destruction of Nern or Mandas or whatever. And to avoid that, to prevent that, um, the Divines gathered together and punished or banished or whatever the Dwemer. And apparently into the void in this, at least in this context. So it was just nice to see well, another thing that I can add to my fan theory, basically. But go ahead, now it's your lord. Okay. <laughs> There's several theories about that, because <sighs> whether or not at the... U and, and the reason why I want to say the banish to the void is because... When Kagnarak used the tools of, well, his tools on the heart of Lorcan, all the mm -hmm. Dwemer disappeared. Some yeah. of the ruling theories is that Azura cursed them and also mm -hmm. pulled them out of reality, which would kind of fit the, 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 uh, the void theory because yeah. I don't think the Adra have that ability. Maybe they do, but they're confined within the realm of Mundus. Like, by giving of themselves the spherical planets that you see, that represent mm -hmm. the nine divines, or the eight divines, rather, are actually contained within the sphere, and, and the stars and whatnot are supposed to be the holes through Aetherius, through the void. Yeah. Um, Aetherius is even beyond. The void itself is even outside of that. So... Mm -hmm. 
what you're saying at this point is that I don't believe that the divines have the ability to go outside through Aetherius. Um, because they're yeah, kind of contained. Right, that makes sense. The Aedra, however, are a little different in that regard. Or the mm -hmm. Daedra are a little different because they didn't give yeah. it themselves. And they contain... Their their realms are within the void itself. Mm -hmm. They're just con little contained realms in there. And this cat is really starting to bother me now. She won't leave me alone. Where is your cat spray? I, I, right spray. here. The DCN official anti-Kajit spray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nine ninety nine, DCN approved. No. Do you have pesky Khajiit bothering you at your gate? Is Chowman overrun with uh, cat litter? Well, here you go. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I. That's kind of one of the prevailing theories is that they were just they were pulled out, and the reason why that would be, and my first thought was like why. Why were they pulled out and yet the three Dwemer, or not three Dwemer, the three uh, Dunmer were allowed to essentially ascend using the tools? Other than the fact that Azura favors Dunmer a lot. Hmm. So. Yeah, but didn't she curse, like, everyone? Oh, well, yeah, no, they, she was pissed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but see, I and that's, that's kind of the wrinkle in that whole story is, mm -hmm. well... Why didn't she just stop them from using it? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if it was Adra, I would say maybe they have a policy of, uh, like Valar in Tolkien, uh, they have a policy of okay, we are not gonna meddle. Yeah. In in mortal issues, we are gonna let them do whatever they do, and we are just gonna guide them. But these are Daedra, like they occasionally. Like, whenever they feel like it, just invade Nerd. So it's not like they would be, okay, I'm not gonna, like, intervene. I mean, they, you, guys, you guys do it all the time. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, if, if she has the power to, like, banish an entire race of Dvemer, which are no simple people, by the way. Yeah. Like, it's not like uh, banishing High Elves or whatever who are plebs. Um, it's like the Dvemer. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you're right. Why didn't she just stop them from using it? I don't know. It, it's you are the Mormon expert here. You should know. Well, the problem is no one knows. There's so many conflicting no, theories. I don't care. You should, I should know. know. Yeah. We should we should find a way to get. Okay, this is the master. official lore reason. When Kagnarek went to use the tools on the heart of Lorcan, the heart of Lorcan was literally them turning on the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion and. The sheer awfulness of Oblivion caused them all just to evaporate. And take all the dragons away. Or, <laughs> or, maybe they loved Elder Scrolls Oblivion so much, they have been just locked up in their man caves or whatever, and they've been playing Oblivion ever since their disappearance. They are not disappeared, they are just... Locked up in some land party <laughs> in a Dwemer ruin, like an epic Dwemer land party, and they're just playing Oblivion nonstop for centuries. Oh, they wouldn't do that because there were no Dwemer ruins in Cyrodiil, and they're like, screw this. Apparently, they didn't want to be in Cyrodiil anyway. Well, there is, there isn't that you know of, but maybe it's a secret party that only the ones that actually appreciate Elder Scrolls Oblivion can enter. So what, like three people? <laughs> oh, come on. That's, like, 
That was very good too. I can't say anything to that. Wow. Maybe I should change the title of this show to the Elders, uh, the Oblivion Bashing Show, since that's what's going to happen. I'm, I'm not going to come on the show anymore. Fine. I'm going to play Oblivion. I'm going to play Oblivion. Find that other co-host. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> oh, ouch. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Okay. So yeah, that was the end of my thing. Okay, and it ended <laughs> good then. I like that. All right. Woo! You take a breath from that one. <laughs> yeah, it got hot in here. <laughs> That's from the burn. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we did say last week that we are going to return with the sermons. So after about twenty minutes of going back and forth with Ark on what episode or what sermon are we on now? Because we couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, we figured that out and we are going to start that. So I got to get into my lore pose. All right. You do that. Give me one. Second. All right. I will do that. I'll, I'll, I'll vamp for a little bit. So oblivion really sucks. I, and, and I will go and I honestly don't know why I don't enjoy oblivion that much. I really just don't. I, I actually have to crack a window. Oh, it is uh, too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling that too. I do that, but you, I sent pictures in our Discord to you, Ark. It's if I did that, I'd probably have like a foot of snow roll in this window because this, this room. Oh, I'm so jealous of that. I'm. We didn't get any snow this year. Oh, oh, oh. Like I, how do I live? How? What kind of fate is? How I ended up living in the only city that doesn't snow? Ah. <sighs> yeah. Go ahead. Hello? I have a snowball oh, for you. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't tease me like I that. I just reached out that's, my window and got right. a snowball. So, here, here we go. <laughs> that's not right. You can Do you guys see? Do you guys see how he teases me? He's he's not a kind man. <laughs> he's he's a ruthless mean guy. I had to open I had to keep that window open though. Ooh, that air feels good. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, there's a lot of snow. Um yeah, I was just saying I don't I don't really honestly I have no, it, to be legit. I have no reason why I don't like Oblivion. I just don't know what it is. <sighs> Maybe it's the potato head graphics of a lot of the characters that just turns me off right away. And I mean, the sad part is Morrowind doesn't bother me, but that does. Yeah, that's that. That's what I don't understand. Again, like I'm again. It's same with Ophelia. She says the Oblivion graphics are potato, and it's so bad. And then there's Morrowind. I, I think like, it's because it's inconsistent. They are two D. It's inconsistent. They are two D textures. It's, they are two D textures. It's inconsistent though. All of Morrowind has that same feel right so it's like okay it's you can accept it because it's all of oblivion does too all, all of oblivion is just potato faces it doesn't really matter who you are you are a potato face uh maybe you can give sky oblivion a try when they're done you see now i would probably try that i really would uh, i hope they are done though like i They've been all, they've been going for a very very long time. I see that streamers are like new anchors. They don't need to wear pants. I'm wearing pants. Ah, <laughs> uh, and as Nero says, I think it's the difference between our individual and nostalgic values that give us love hate of the game. Yeah, I didn't. 
I started with Morrowind, so maybe that's why I have a little bit of more love. Yeah, I started with Oblivion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm sure the story. I mean, they got Sean Bean in it. Come on, that was awesome. And yeah. uh, and uh, the uh, the Picard guy, whatever his name is, um, to 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 voice. And I'm like, it was all fantastic, but I don't know. I just. I don't know. I I think a lot yeah. of it's also mechanic-wise. One of the things that really annoyed me is that as soon as you log in, all the main cities, which is really only, have ports to them already unlocked. So you're just telling... No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that being a mm-hmm. thing, honestly. I could boot up a new game right now, and all the... All the all the different ports, all the four districts or six districts in in Scott or uh, in 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 um, Imperial City are unlocked. Bravel and all those. And thank you guys for the follow. I didn't I didn't shout out the uh, the other one who followed either, uh, Elon. So thank you so much for the follows. Um, yeah, I, I I just don't like that. Like it. Well, even if that's the case, just don't use the mag. Come on, it's not that difficult. I don't know, install a mod that gets rid of that. There there are mods that completely gets rid of fast travel. Use There's that. a reason why Oblivion has the smallest amount of modders, too. Because no one wants to play it. You can't even deny that. Morrowind has more modders in it than Oblivion does. That is true. <laughs> Uh, I I was looking at the. Uh, Aren't we doing the reading? Yeah, we are. We're just fighting <laughs> with Oblivion more because that's what we do uh, on this show: is fight with Oblivion. <laughs> All right, drink has been had. Thirty-six lessons of Avex sermon nineteen. I should probably adjust my mic a little bit. Actually, I'm going to move this over here so I can actually read it. There we go. <clears throat> Vivek put on his armor and stepped into the non-spatial space, filling to capacity with mortal interaction and information. A canvasless cartography of every single mind it has ever known, an event that has developed some semblance of divine spark. He said, from here I shall launch my attack on the eight monsters. Vivek then saw the moss that would come from the starry heart, bringing with them dust more horrible than the ash of Red Mountain. He saw the twin head of ruling king who had no equivalent, and eight imperfections rubbed into precious stones, set into a crown that looked like shackles, which he understood to be the twin crowns of the two-headed king, and a river that fed into the mouth of the two-headed king because he contained multitudes. Vivek then built the provisional house at the center of the secret door. From here, he could watch the age to come, or the house is written. Cornerstone one has a finger, buried under, pointing through. Dirt, slow, low in the ground. North cannot be guessed, and yet it is spirit-free. Cornerstone two has a tongue, and even dust can be talkative. Listen and you will see the love the ancient libraries need. Cornerstone 3 has a bit of string, shaped like your favorite color. A girl remembers who left it there, but she is afraid to dig it out and see what it is attached to. 
Cornerstone 4 has nine bones removed carefully from a black cat arranged in a fashion of this word, protecting us from our enemies. Your house is safe now, so why is it? Your house is safe now, so why is it? The ending of the words is Alm Sylvie. Okay, so like this is just like a random jumble of words, but I want to point to something <laughs> here. It's really only one line. Um, Vec built the provisional house at the center of the secret door. This idea of the secret door, okay, this goes back to the secret symbol of royalty, Kaim. Mm-hmm. There was a when talking about it, it was it was this was actually from if I remember correctly, this is actually from an interview with Michael Kirkbride. So whether or not you count it as canon or not is up to you. But he refers to the Imperial City and the spokes, um, how it was set up because this is going into tower lore and whatnot. And he says, yeah. "Turn the tower on its side, and you see the secret door." From the secret door comes the secret syllable of royalty. That line, it, it again, very esoteric and makes hardly any sense whatsoever. But when you turn the tower on its side, as they say, you're looking as through a secret door. They're trying to spell out the word "kime" out of this, C-H-I-M, which is you know how the how essentially they say uh, um, Vivek achieved divinity, that he achieved Kaim, whether or not he did or he didn't, or stole it from Lorcan. But they say Talos did. That's how he became yeah. his apotheosis into our uh, Tiber Septum into uh, Talos of the Nine Divines. The rest of it is gibberish, and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Frankly, I, as much as I love this, the series... There are some books in in the thirty six lessons where you just go, no darn clue. <laughs> I wonder if it's like, does it actually don't mean anything, and they just write it down so that it doesn't mean anything, or when they wrote this down back in whenever this was written down, um, do, like did they actually have something in mind that this gibberish of words? means something but it's like very very deep in Elder Scrolls lore and you just don't see it unless the guy who wrote this you know tells you and you'll you'll be like holy hell right you know that I mean I wonder if it's like that or actually doesn't mean anything you're right I don't know and you know what Ark I just realized we are rusty yeah we missed the news yeah. <laughs> I I noticed, but I thought, okay, I guess we are going to do that. I, well, you should have said something. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I just went through it. I'm like, this just doesn't seem right, but all right, I'm going to roll with it. Well, you threw me off with all the Oblivion hate. Ah, maybe. It's not my fault. Maybe. You just jumbled my brain. All right, Ark, let's go ahead and jump into news. What do we got on the docket today? So, um, obviously, this week, this Monday, um, Dragon Bones DLC and Update 17 is released. So, we have the relative articles and what they brought to us. Right. I'm going to quickly go over what the um, Dragon Bones DLC added into the game along with Update 17. 
Obviously, the two dungeons I talk about, Scale Color Peak and Fanglayer, they are the new DLC dungeons, and they are, in my opinion at least, more difficult than the previous DLC dungeons right now. So that's good. I always like crying blood. <laughs> the uh, yeah. Um, they added the long-discussed outfit system, basically the transmog system, uh, I guess, from World of Warcraft. Is that correct? I yes. Played it. Yeah. Pretty, it's right. pretty much exactly um, that. Yeah. So basically now you have an outfit slot that you can actually change the look of individual items uh, as long as you know the motif that you are changing the item to. For example, if you know the skin changer chest's motif, uh, you can actually change the look of your chest to skin changer, but you have to know all the motifs for it. Um, they added home storage. Now, I know this was a very controversial, controversial part of housing, um, I remember Galisknur not being happy about it, like the fact that there is no uh, storage <laughs> in the houses. They are just cosmetic. Yeah. Um, but now you can buy um, like storage chests for your houses. Uh, let me actually check how much they cost, real quick. So the store chest fortified one um, is sixty slots, and it takes it is two thousand crowns. Uh, you can also buy this with Rit Watchers or Talvar Stones. So these are available in-game, but they are not easy. I think it's like 100k Talvar Stones. Wow, really? I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they, are, they, they require a lot of Talvar Stones. Um, but I cannot see the actual price right now. Uh, it also a lot of Rit Watchers, I suppose. Uh, there is also the small version of the uh, storage, which is 30 slots. So you can put one of these into your house. I mean, one of each. So you can, at the end, get 90 extra slots in your house. And I think you have to go to your house to actually access this. I, I do want to say this because I see Mirnet put it in here as well, and I wanted to, wanted to bring it up. There was a bug, apparently, where people were losing stuff they put into it when they switched yes. tunes or deleted yes. alts. So keep that in mind before you put anything valuable. Yeah, do, it, yeah, if you put anything valuable in the chest, even if you take it out, do not delete characters until Monday patch. Um, they mentioned this on ESO Live as well. And yeah, so basically if you put something in the chest, uh, a bound item, and if you delete a character that at any time accessed that chest, all of your items in that chest is gone. So it's... A good idea to don't touch any of your characters in terms of deleting them until the patch on Monday. Um, oh, we now get level up rewards, actually. Okay. Now, yeah, they are not too much. And unfortunately, I don't know. I didn't put the exact um, rewards into the show. I have the bullet point, but there's no link in it that I'm just noticing this. But I do remember some of what we get. Yeah. Uh, so basically, like, at level 10, at level, I don't know, 17, 20, 30, that kind of deal, uh, you get a bunch of rewards. The rewards include a mount. <clears throat> yeah, you get the Sorrel Horse, which is available in-game as well, but you get it uh, with, the co with leveling as well. Um, you get some gold, you get some, I don't know, things like utility stuff, potions and whatever, if I'm not... Uh, mistaken. Uh, wait, do they actually detail these here? No, they don't. Um, the most important part of this is that you get an extra outfit slot. 
hmm. which is the only other way other than Crown Store to get an extra outfit slot. Um, the thing is, these level up rewards only happens once. So you can't just level a character, delete it, level a character, delete it. It doesn't work. Do you, this is per account. Um, Gina on the forum said, um, apparently, this is actually in the show notes, so I can quote her directly. Let me open it up. I I heard you're not happy about it, Dak. I'm I'm not because <laughs> so much of my complaint about the Crown Store is that there's limited access to get this stuff, except for with the Crown Store. If this mm-hmm. was something that you actually stayed on, you know what I mean, um, and you could yep. f- reliably farm it, I wouldn't even have complaints about Crown Crates anymore because there would be yeah. a way to get them. Oh, you all you get a Crown Crate as well, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I saw the As-11 the Crown Crates you get, but it's still I don't know. It's because you can't you can only do it one time. It's no different than yeah. a free weekend that you just actually have to work harder for. Yeah, I mean but I like Lately, they've been doing more and more stuff like this, in my opinion. Yeah. And I feel like they are slowly going towards where we would be 100% happy. You're, you're right. And they like, were so close. Not just, if this was something that they... Yeah, we are, we are so If close. they would have just kept this system, just for the crown crates alone, where every time mm-hmm. you level a character to 50 or whatever, you get so many crown crates, I would be fine mm-hmm. with crown crates. Because you could reasonably yeah, the earn them by playing the game, you know? Yeah. But no. They... Um, the problem with that is that um, it's very easy to level to 50. Like, if you don't care about ending and just pop up some potions, like experience potions. Which also are tied into the just... crown so, uh, store. So, mm, no, 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 no. The better you ones are. Yeah, but the better ones are. No, 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 no. You can, you can craft the exact... Uh, the, like, it's only the timer that is different. Uh, but the amount of bonus experience you get, you can craft the mm-hmm. same. Yeah, it is but... very difficult to come by that hundred percent, like a hundred percent bonus experience material. Yeah, um, but it is possible. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's so un—it's so hard to get in game that it would just be easier to buy a few crowns. Wait, what's so, what's so hard about it? It's like it goes for twenty five hundred golds, two point five k gold per for the row. Ambrosia, no. Yeah, but that's that's not itself. that's not the that's the that's the weaker one. That's not the other one. The uh, that use yeah, the ethereal I mean, dust for. That's the hundred percent. Yeah, but I mean, still, it's still easy to level to fifty. Well, yeah, no, it is. I mean, you can do it in maybe a day if you know where to grind and if you have like training gear and whatnot. Right, but not everyone's gonna do that. Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, obviously, if I would imagine, like normally, for example, for limited time offers, I believe, obviously, we don't have access to data, but I believe it wouldn't affect their sales to get rid of limited time sales. But I do believe um, giving making this crown crate reward for leveling a repeatable thing that would drop their crown crate sales a lot. Thanks for the sub, Mirnet. I honestly believe that. <laughs> Appreciate that, buddy. Thanks, man. Um, no, I, I, I do think it would affect the sales a little bit. You're right. Mm-hmm. But don't underestimate the laziness of people who would be farming and go, all yeah, right, I'm true, tired of this. But it, the, is it worth the <laughs> amount of goodwill that the people, you know, to keep people playing your game? 
Huh? Yeah, the thing is, the thing is, people are not as bothered as we are with the crown store. It's like you and I. And those same people are quite outnumbered. Those same people probably wouldn't also care about throwing down money on crown crates either. They're not going to go out of their way to level characters nonstop just to delete them and redo them. I suppose. I suppose. I mean, either way, I mean, I'm, I am, I am happy with this because it's, it's, so we are slow. I feel like we are slowly getting there to the point that um, we won't have anything that we can say about the game on a show. Like we will be like, okay, we have absolutely zero negative things this right. time. Yeah, I, it's a slow road, but I feel like we are getting. It's there. getting better, but not mm. as fast as I would like. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um. So someone asked to Gina, or on the forums, just I don't know if they actually asked. Gina, but um, that you know, we I have fourteen fully maxed out characters, and how am I supposed to get these level up rewards? And the answer is, we are discussing the option of adding another character slot for that reason. Now, I'm not sure if that's going to happen or if, or if it happened already. I'm not sure um, because I only have like three characters that are leveled up anyway, so right, <laughs> I didn't check. But um, they are thinking about it if they haven't done it already. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Other than that, there are combat combat improvements that I'm going to get into. Also, two new battlegrounds that I actually forgot to check myself because I actually forgot they were in the game. They were in the update. Um, They are called Deeping Drome and More Kazgur. Hmm. And I have no idea what they are because I, yeah, I haven't, I forgot they were in the game. (laughs) Noted. I I didn't know they were being added either, but I don't really do a whole ton of pvp myself so it's kind of yeah i can't do it anymore either because now battlegrounds is in they include champion points now and because of that i suck at it Mm. like before i could tank like crazy not anymore it's the like there is over 200 champion point difference and it takes a huge toll so until i maxed out until i'm maxed out i'm not going to be doing pvp either i suppose right Right. Those were the um, what the update added. Now, we, there's a full article on the combat changes. So I'm going to quickly go over these as well. Um, so basically, they wanted to you know, increase the teamwork and tactics, basically get rid of the well-known stuff, I suppose. Uh, so they improved synergies. Uh, let's see what they did. I read these before the show, but hold on. With this update, we wanted to make synergies easier to understand and even easier to activate. Uh, says the lead combat designer, Eric Robel, every ability that offers a synergy now displays a clear visual indicator, such as a column of light. Once the synergy is used, the inter- indicator disappears. This helps other players know whether they can expect to find a synergy there. Uh, I, I suppose this was al- always a thing, though. But I always just look for the blessed shards, which only on only that way. one does. Others don't. Yeah. Like when people <laughs> with the what's the tank one, the inner rage or whatever, that doesn't really yeah. have a, a easy to see indicator or know when you're close enough that it goes off. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for example, where do I see the bone shield synergy? Because I use bone shield as a tank. It's not placed anywhere. It's on me. Do I shine on people? <laughs> you're the glowy one. We have to run to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's probably similar to 
it happens in like directly in front of you or where you were standing. And then when you move, it's still there for a period of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be my thought anyway. Yeah. So watch your spacing in Cyrodiil. Basically, they removed the cap on a, a AOE spell can the damage the damage cap on an area of effect ability. So before, apparently, I didn't know if this was a thing, but um, the AOE was capped, and if let's say you hits ten people with the same AOE, apparently the damage was capped. Uh, that's no longer the case. Everyone in your AOE, even if it's like 50 people, they will suffer the same damage. Right. They will suffer the maximum damage. Uh, so, for example, you see a like, um, group of, I don't know, 20 Altimers, and you are just a group of five, and they clustered into a small area. You can actually just AOE them down pretty quickly if you time it right or whether at least that's this is what they are going with like yep. they are trying to spread the large-scale battles mm -hmm. so people don't cluster up because of the damage cap right um this i know they increase they decrease the block cost um but they also reduce the uh potency of stamina block cost reduction enchantments this was apparently to balance out the regular players and min maxed players uh so there is that which doesn't didn't to affect me too much because I wasn't going for a like full on block cost reduction build, um, but those who did will will get hit quite hard by this, I suppose. Um, the interrupts also changed. Before you could like when you are using a casting ability, you were slowed down a lot. They increased that speed for PvP, so you can actually move around better while doing that. Uh, doing a casting ability, mm, great. Um, you can still be interrupted, and you will now have a like a red glow on you that indicates that you can be interrupted, and um, you won't be able to recast the ability right away after getting interrupted. Okay. Um, there is a short cooldown, so basically you can just try to kite while doing a cast ability now better, but it's also easier to interrupt someone when they are doing that. Uh, and. To time your heavy attacks tactically. This, you know, before, I didn't know this was a thing as well. Once a boss was uh, off-balanced and anyone does a heavy attack, it apparently removed the off-balance um, debuff from the boss. Yeah. That's not the case anymore. Uh, like, entire party can do a heavy attack before that uh, off-balance is removed. Let's see the final thing. Oh, no, there's no for that was the final thing. Oh, yeah, that's a good change. I, <laughs> I like some of that. I'm not real fond of the, the movement speed while casting because that just makes mm -hmm. Zorks even harder to catch. But yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Um, I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> that's all I really. At least they won't be able to recast their ability like constantly once interrupted. This is so I can if I can catch them once and interrupt them. That means there's at least a short period of time before they can start doing the same shit again. Right. Sorry. <laughs> no, I agree. No, that a lot of them are good changes. I know the AoE caps, they go back and forth with AoE caps. Like, because originally there wasn't AoE caps, and then there was, and then there wasn't. Now they're what? They, I'm not, I'm not really sure what all they do with 
AOE caps anymore, but it makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, and I guess the final bit of news is the Crown Store Showcase. Oh, right. Yes, but, I forgot about that. I, I can talk about it this one a little bit. Let's, let's okay. have it up. Um, so they, there was a Crown Store Showcase for February, and I know February is about half over already, so some of the things in here have already come and gone. Uh, such as yeah, boob window galore, as I'm calling it, which is the <laughs> Nocturnal's frock. I mean, if you're talking plunging necklines, this thing is plunging. So, <laughs> but if you missed it, sorry, your boobs will have to stay covered. Um, that was from February 1st to the 5th. Uh, the Daedric um, Death Mask, of course, also came out from the 1st to the 5th. There's a lot of limited time exclusives this month almost everything is limited time um yep with the exception of well i'll go down to the mounts the white gold imperial uh courser both that and the mini pet are limited time from february 8th through 12th um yeah they are too fancy anyway like that white gold imperial courser that's just yeah the fang lair courser braided mane glows i know yeah the Fangler Courser actually is from February t- uh, 7th, uh, will be available. This one is actually just available constantly. Now, here's something I really want to say. They also included the cat, which I liked, which was February 14th to the 19th, which is the Milady's White Cat. I did get that. I like cats. <laughs> and the Small Dragon Construct. Now, that stays. Now, uh, there's also a Polymorph that's going to be available on February 22nd, the Dread Akra Polygraph. Or polymorph, mm. which will allow you to look like one of the ancient stone warriors. And then, of course, the housing furniture, which we've seen, and the item slots uh, for... Yep. Um, there was actually... A, I believe there was a sale as well on 15 and 7-day research scrolls, but I can't seem to remember. I think that's gone mm-hmm. now. This is what I wanted to mention. So... With the DLC, there was a collector's edition, which was, I think, 4,000 crowns, okay? Yeah. Which gave you the Fangler, Courser, the Pet, the DLC, and five experience scrolls. Right. The Pet and the Horse together were actually as much as the collector's edition. Yeah. Actually, let me... No, take a look at it. Check. Yeah, do the the math of... So the Courser is 3,000 mm-hmm. on itself, and the pet is 1,000 on itself. So it's yeah, 4,000 4, 4, for the bundle. And so you get the DLC, regardless of whether or not you're ESO+, plus, plus five scrolls. So if you were going to buy both the pet and the horse, mm. it's, 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 it's five free Scroll scrolls and the DLC that you can never lose for 4,000. Mm-hmm. Before there was a little bit of a gap. Because I think the the uh, last one offered a mount and a pet, but the mount by itself was like twenty five hundred or, or two thousand or something. I think it was like twenty five hundred, yeah. and the pet was like seven hundred. So there was like an eight hundred crown cost to get the DLC plus mm-hmm. the scrolls, which wasn't a huge deal. But this yeah. one, I mean, these bundles are always. Oh good. yeah, they always are. This one actually is just. I shouldn't say particularly good because they did increase the cost <laughs> of the mount. But if you were gonna buy both, why not get the the collector's edition bundle, and then at least get the DLC added to your account and five scrolls. They increase the cost of the horse, but now the bundle is actually a benefit to buy. If you were going to get both the mount and the pet anyway. So, yeah, 
I just wanted to mention that because before there was like a 500 or 800 crown difference if you bought the collector's edition. Um, but that just meant even if you were ESO Plus, you have the DLC permanently and then five crown scroll experience scrolls. This one actually is yeah. if you were going to buy those two, two mountain pet by themselves anyway, you might as well buy the collector's edition so you're getting the scrolls and the DLC for free essentially. If you buy them ad hoc then you're paying as much anyway. So, uh, I just want... And to be honest, that small bone dragon construct is very, very nice looking. The only problem is it, it doesn't fit with any of my characters, but it's, it's a very really nice pet, actually. Right. Now, no more animation canceling. I see Mirnet said that. I'm, I'm, that must be the combat-related stuff. How's... I, don't, I think that's still a I, thing. I, I don't know much, because I don't... I don't even know if I'm doing animation canceling or not. I'm probably doing it by mistake every now and then, but I am not trying to do animation canceling. I mean, most of the time I don't really need it either. I'm I only do dungeons um, rather than PvP. But maybe you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm kind of at a loss. Minrat, elaborate, please. We are confused. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. I'm not sure what I mean by that. Maybe it was about the like interruption thing, the casting thing while moving. May maybe. Um, I, I don't know. know. I'm not sure either. I'm I'm sure he'll elaborate in a second. Yeah. Um, but I think that reaches the end of the show, man. Yeah. <laughs> How long was it? I An wonder? hour and thirty-two minutes. I... That's yeah. good. That's not bad. According to this, by yeah. the time we end, so. Let's go ahead and we'll we'll wrap up. Wait, did you already? Did you I already clear the notes clear so the we can notes. prepare them? Because <laughs> normally I let it sit there because I uh, I do the <laughs> do the the show posting. But mm -hmm. since I'm not in game today, I did it while we were on the show. So I, I had oh, all the information right. I needed. I'm like, I don't need anymore. It's gone. Yeah, I was gonna check it. Like, do I do? Did I miss anything? No. And I look at it, and the show notes are gone. Yeah, you got got to stay <laughs> on top of this. I'm quick with those notes. <laughs> yeah, I even changed the uh if you notice the the sermon for next week's already in there. So, yeah. <laughs> we're it, it's a fresh slate for us. We could just go nuts. Yeah. Um let's do the next episode wide. Yeah, we'll just start here. Hammer it right out. <laughs> All right, Ark. Where can people find you? Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot we do yeah, that. Yeah, well, it's been a while, I uh, understand. You can Yeah, you can find me anywhere. That says Arkanir. That is A R K H A N I I R. I'm on Twitter. I'm on. Um, well, I'm basically on Twitter. Um, I'm also on Twitch. I stream regularly, even more regularly yeah. now. Uh, all kind of games. Lately, I'm focusing on Elder Scrolls Online and Divinity Original Two. We have a two. We have a co-op group. We are having a lot of fun. So, if you're interested, you can check that out. You can follow me there. You can join the streams. Feel free to always do that. And yeah, that's there. It. You go. <laughs> Yeah, definitely check out Arc Stream if you have not. Um, just, just do that. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at, on Twitter at Agelos, A G G E L O S underscore W O F. Uh, you can follow us here on Twitch, which I encourage you to do. Twitch.tv slash Dungeon Crawl Network. I do not stream as regularly as Arc, but I do stream now more. And I, I, it looks like at this point, what I'm trying to do is streaming. All, my entire week in a single day, like I did last night. It was almost <laughs> eight hours of BDO. Um, 
I pretty much went to bed about 4 a.m. and woke up at 7 for this show. So I'm surprised I'm still here. <laughs> but yeah, his arc even showed up. He's like, dude, what are you doing up at this time? Yeah, I, I, I woke up at like 9 a.m. for my time. And I saw like on Twitter, there's a tweet from Ejelos that, hey, we are still going. We are still playing. And I tuned in and they're still live. Yep. And then I went back to sleep too. And apparently he still continued. Oh, yeah. After that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, nope, I kept going. Um, probably going to do it again tonight, trying to reach Awakening. So, uh, But yeah, definitely check that out, because of course, uh, some other DCN-related news that um, I am now an official content creator um, that I can actually say now for Intrepid Studios and Ashes of Creation. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I didn't know that I did. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've been reached out to, and I'm now part of their official content creator program, which means nice. that, um, a couple things. One, I'm going to be able to stream some more of the alphas and actually even record alpha footage and get that out to people early while the NDA is still up for testers. Cause I, oh. I have essentially a press NDA right now, which is I'm allowed to record footage I submit it for approval and then it can go out. So that actually will be coming mm -hmm. shortly. Um, the stream NDA will be gone. But on top of that, and reason why you'll want to follow is because we've been provided with a bunch of codes by Intrepid oh. Studios to give away for cosmetics, um, alpha and beta keys, and other fun related nice. stuff to give away on the stream. So I will be giving those away to followers here on Twitch. So definitely check that out and give us a follow there. Um, everything ESO related, check out DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. You can find all of our podcasts and all of our work there. Uh, sub up to YouTube, YouTube.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork. That community is growing fairly fast now, which is, is definitely nice. Um, so that is growing as well. So thank you so much to all those who did sign up. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean... Honestly, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com is the place to go. It has links to our Facebook, our Twitter, uh, our Patreon, all of that stuff. So, I mean, really, that's where you should go. Um, yeah. All right. I guess that's kind of it, Ark. Um, yeah. I had fun. Yeah, it's been a while. Month and a half. I missed this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, we are back, and we will be doing our shows regularly again. So, uh, again, thank you so much to all the amazing community members who helped me get my pc back up and running so that we can continue to provide shows for you guys i know i received quite a few like twitter responses going where's tails like did you just give up <laughs> you like did you did you cancel i'm like no nah, nah, hold on pc just died don't worry <laughs> we're here so we're not going anywhere so thank you so much guys we hope you enjoyed this episode of tales of tamriel and we will see you next week. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good one. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. 
The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on Sirid fell, and like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well. Magic affused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone. To Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.